Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by the CSPN. I am one half and sometimes third of your co-host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Y'all Wildin', a.k.a. Nigga I Don't Fire My Texas, a.k.a. The State of GA be on bullshit sometimes, but rumble, young man, rumble and get money. And as always, I am joined by my friend and my co-host. It is your girl. London and Mommy, better known as Candace, formerly known as Intense Desire, but my favorite moniker here is, my taxes is going to be deposited on Monday. Fuck you. Mm. Thank you. Anyway, we back. You're the bad <laughs> Yeah, so we back. We got lots of cover, so we're going to let Jeremy get the bill paying out the way and it turns down to it. And then we're going to jump right it because we are close Yes, because we ain't we uh we true to the game. We ain't new to the game. We we you was you was merely you was merely adopted into the theater. We was molded by it. Yes. With, yes, and with that scene, what say again? I said no us. Yes, no us, no us. And speaking of knowing us and get the church announcements out of the way, you can go to our website cspn.us and click that podcast tab and listen. to all of our episodes thus far under that Ratchet Ramblings tale. And if you like um, us giving you this theater of this Ratchet shit, you can mosey on over to that Keep Our Podcast free tale and shop with all of our sponsors on the uh, that our boss man Classic has secured uh, with his bag. Um, and all it does is no extra cost to you. It just helps bandwidth and keep the lights on so you won't have to pay to listen to sound like some... Um, like a a, 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 a a V6 engine built from scratch. A deep pork run with hot sauce on it. Correct. Um, and if you enjoy us, um, what you can do personally to help us is you can share us, um, you can like us, you can rate us, give us uh, five stars on however you listen to your podcast through your um, podcast listening device. Um, on the biggest platform used is iTunes, Apple Podcasts. And um, yeah, no, go on mostly over hit that like, leave a review. We'll read it when we have some uh, lighter shows. Um, and also on um, Google Play, on uh, Stitcher, um, however you and however you um, listen to us. And if you leave a review and we don't catch it, just let us know um, at the show page, and we'll read it and give you a shout out. Um, and also, if you ever want to um, be a guest on here, um, let us know. Um, we'd love to chop it up um, and talk. On ratchet shit with people, and we know a lot of y'all listen to this and also um, like ratchet TV and want to join on. So just hop on, just let us know, and we'll um we'll 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 fire it up on the docket. So with that said, all the church announcements have been made, all the bills been paid. Now let's get to why y'all tune in to this podcast. You ready, Candace? I am ready. 
Let us go. So, <clears throat> marriage medicine is where we're going to start. Boy. And, uh, mm. So, let me just get my notes because. Uh, <laughs> listen, I am. Listen, the fact that nobody has punched Dr. Heavenly in the face tells me that they either pussy or they don't want to get fired from the show and they like to check because um, she, is in, a, in the- she is a bitch. You hear me? She is a complete, and I'm not even talking about it in a good way, like, not no bad bitch. She is a mean-ass bitch. Like, and it is so ironic considering her name is Heavenly. She is mean yeah. as fuck, and like, even to people she likes, she is malicious. How is that even possible? How are you taking digs at Dr. Simone and Cecil Marriage while you calling her a friend? What you on? To they face. Like, what you on? Like, get a fucking filter. People who swear they just keeping it real bother me real, real bad. Because you not keeping it real. You being fucking rude. Right. You being an asshole is what you're doing. Like, people love to say they're keeping it real and being real and all that shit when they, when, when they want to be an asshole. Then when, when they do clownery and then the clown bites back, then they, then they want to fight. I do not care for Mariah, but I am so sick. Of Doctor Heavenly apologizing to that woman for disrespecting her mama, who who's recovering from a stroke, only to turn around and say some more disrespectful shit about her mama. You a weak ass listen, bitch if you can't roast the person standing in front of you. Listen, it's like we said last week. It is no the problem isn't having an issue with Mariah because Mariah is trash. And Mariah is another motherfucker that she won't she want to forgive everybody, but don't want to uh. Ask for forgiveness. Ask for apologize. forgiveness. And, right, and, and genuinely apologize and own up to the shit that she did. She'll know the motherfucker like that. So it is perfectly okay. And Dr. Heavenly has every reason to not fuck with Mariah because of what we just said. But it's like we said last week. With Mariah and not bring her mama into the shit. Definitely. And the fact that, that, that it... And the that's fact my that, thing. Especially when your fake ass was just in her mama's face begging for forgiveness. That, that's another one of my issues. But any, she planned this couple's trip to Barbados. She invited Mariah. Mariah and her husband are going to go. They go. Get there. She planned well. I will say that. It's a nice resort. Everything is going off without a hitch. You is not even yeah. home for real, London. Seriously. <laughs> Don't uh, me. Girl. Big mama tookies. <laughs> Big mama tookies. But yeah. And so the like, so they get there. Well, pause for the cause. Doctor Jackie and and Curtis are officially working out their marriage. Um, I think it's a good thing to see because every, most people speak in absolutes when they talk about stuff like this happening in the marriage, and those absolutes pretty much go out the door once you're in the situation. You know, yeah. everybody, everybody. Everybody got a what what they would do or what will happen or what should have happened until they in that situation. So I agree. I agree. It's I agree. It's good to see a a a black professional couple kind of work out their shit on 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 live TV as we're watching them go through yeah, it. I, and I think that's dope. Yeah, I do too. That's that's something um, that we don't I, see often. Yeah, you don't see it often. And you don't see it when we watch Love and Hip Hop. This is one thing I can say: the marriages on Love and Hip Hop typically it be a lot of abuse in the marriages that's yeah. going sour. Um, they are handling this with a lot of healthy behavior. 
Yeah. You know, she ain't slicing up his clothes. He ain't bringing the, the bitch he cheated with around. He not throwing her under the bus. He not blaming Dr. Jackie. He not blaming the woman he cheated with. He's taking full responsibility to see how they are trying to reconcile their marriage is important. Right. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, I What I will say is, and we'll get to it a little bit later, is everybody else projecting this shit onto onto Jackie and Curtis while they're trying to work this shit out. That's annoying. Yes. I know one in particular that you can't wait to get to that's projecting like shit. Oh my God, I can't wait to dog out to <laughs> But, yeah, so heavily planned this, this trip and they didn't know that Curtis was damn coming. So the Jackie face, she was like, oh. <laughs> Look, she was that, that mean like when the jazz music stopped. That was her. You know what I, you know what I see in Doctor Jackie's eyes that I did not see like last season. I see her, her light bulb has come on about the mistakes she has made in the marriage as well. Like, yeah. you know, because I always me and Mike have this conversation when because he watched Married to Medicine with me. He's a good husband. He watched it that right. he really don't care about, but because I'm interested in it, he watched it and. He likes to be able to discuss it or if we ask him to come on the show or something. And he we talk we talked about it because and I was saying like the thing that cheating does in a relationship is even if you have a valid point, once you cheat, that becomes the focal point. You lose your right. opportunity to say, Hey, this is where you were slacking in our marriage because the only thing that's gonna happen now is well, I might you broke up a little bit there, Karen. Uh-oh. Technical difficulties. Classic in this part. <laughs> we'll pick it back up and steam, and steam it a minute. And not, she's not saying, okay, well, I deserve to be cheated on. But her, her actions are saying, I played a role in our communication and our disconnect in our marriage. I put right. a lot of stuff also, in my marriage, and I shouldn't have done that. I didn't deserve to be cheated on, but I know that I made some mistakes in my marriage. Right. And I also like that Curtis isn't allowing her to uh one, she's not even with that said, she's not taking the blame for Curtis Keen, and he's also not letting her take the blame. And yeah, yeah, he's being an adult about this. And the one thing also I'm gonna say so far this the like so far in this uh this cycle of reality shows, I think Married to Medicine might be my favorite because while it has its share of drama, the drama is real life stuff that you would see that, that anybody can end up in. Like a lot of the shit we see on Love right. and Hip Hop or whatever, we be like, nigga. We be like, who, who the fuck would get in this situation? Like literally, like how many people end up in a Kirk Frost situation moving his baby mama in the same building as his wife? Right. But a lot a lot of a lot of people, a lot of even us in the past have had the type of relationship issues that we see Dr. Jackie and Curtis having, even Quad and Dr. Greg and Dr. Simone and Cecil. And so that's why I'm going to say so far in terms of being real and grounded, Married to Medicine is kind of leading the pack for me. Agree. It's more relatable. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. I got you, friend. I got you. But, uh, but yeah, I agree. And also, like like we said, it's great. It's 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 dope to see people that you can relate, situation you can relate to, kind of trying to work this shit out. Because that's all all of us are really trying to do. Just work out. In the words of the late great 
Prince, regardless of so. We're just trying to get through this thing called life. And Correct. It's great. It's good. It's good to see people that you can relate to uh, try to work this work work this shit out. Uh, but one little tidbit. Uh, Dr. Heavenly Daughter is the heroine we do not deserve. Because she be reading the fuck out of Dr. Heavenly yeah. <laughs> She be getting her mama together. She she was like, Mama, you can't wear this shit. Your arms gonna be out. What you doing? She told her, <laughs> she told her, her elbows was already ashy. Right. I old I'm telling you all elbows. You tell me that, <laughs> London. I put you up out of here. <laughs> you got to get out of my house. You tried to shave my elbows down. You know me. Okay. Lord. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be like, come get your knees. <laughs> Take right. a flight. You gonna have me and Curtis on the main line. Like, come get y'all knees. Pretty much. But she wilding. I don't know who she, she thinks wilding. she is. Wilding. You want to get put out of my house today? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So uh, speaking of working it out, I, mm, come on Qua- with it. Quad and damn Eugene. It, no, oh, Greg. Doctor, Dr. is it Greg? I always forget because they both they they got old ass ugly names. But yeah. Uh, I think it's great. I think it's, it's, it's I think it's great. I think Doctor G. Yeah. Doctor G. <sighs> them them two people. That okay. Okay. I will say this. I will say this. And I think me and you kind of on the consensus about this. We love Quad, but I'll be damned if she ain't making this a lot more difficult than it really need to be. Quad is uber dramatic. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Everything Dr. Greg do is life ending. End of the world. Oh, Dr. Greg. Oh, he ain't take the trash out. My husband don't protect me because he ain't take the trash out. Oh, my husband don't do he he don't call me on his way home on his way home from work. He don't love me. He don't this. He don't that. It's like girl. It's like what do the what what do the nigga do then? Like what? Like what's going so on? Miserable. What is what have he done for you lately? Like right, what, like quad, like damn, like does the nigga just exist? Like what the fuck? Is, <laughs> like goddamn, it's so it's like, exhausting. It really is, and like I get it. Like you have caught been like hurt by this shit for so long. Look, I get it. I do. Trust me, I I, I get it. Like, like the nigga is at least he still got his moments where he's stubborn and pig-headed and he, he say he getting it, but he not. But with some of this shit, it's like, I can see that the nigga is trying. And just like you said, it's like everything the nigga do is like call it like it's the end of the world and that the 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 the, the third Reich has come and great balls of fire in the sky. And it's just like, Quad. Please. Man. You know what it is? I wish Quad would woman up and end her marriage if that's what she wants. Because she's doing that thing where you don't want to be with somebody, so even them breathing get on your nerves. Oh my god, yeah. my nigga, is you gonna keep inhaling the fucking oxygen? <laughs> yeah. Somebody sneeze. Oh my fucking god, bro, you text the fans, my nigga. This bitch just sneezed. This bitch, I cannot stand when this bitch sneeze. I wish this bitch would get her sneezing ass the fuck up out of my house. Like it's like that's how she's that's how she's acting. She's literally nitpicking. Every single thing he does to have an issue. And it's like, if that is the case, beloved, file for divorce. But every time the man do something, 
he he took time off work to come on this couple trip. He he having the group sessions with the with the married couples. He's trying to figure it out. But the thing is, you can't. I'm gonna say this as a professional person, and I I work. My husband works. And what I will say is, when you come in from work, sometimes you're just fucking tired. Okay, you don't feel like doing shit. You come in, you eat, you take a bath, you talk to your spouse, maybe make some whoopee, you go to sleep, you rinse and you repeat it. And sometimes, like, if the worst thing that this man is doing is not taking out the trash in the morning, he, and I'm not, I swear I'm not being funny because this applies to men and women for me because I've had this conversation. If you are the stay at home spouse, how you contribute to the home, to the marriage, to the relationship is via domestic duties if you a stay-at-home dad if you a stay-at-home mom if you a stay-at-home wife you're like you are responsible for the upkeep of the house if you are going to not contribute to the home financially dr greg works and he seems to work hard than a motherfucker because he opened up his own practice so if, if the person who making all of the money and paying the mortgage and buying the cars and keeping you in this and keeping you in that and letting your money be your money and his money is your money. To me, I know it's not all about financial, but that says a that says a whole lot about a person. If you actually sit and break it down, Dr. Greg says, "Mom, your money is your money, Quad. I don't want your money. My money is our money. This is how we gonna pay the bills and and keep shit up and and fluff our savings like." His love language might not be the super emotional one telling you he loved you 15 times a day. Like that's the thing that I've had to learn in my in my relationship with, with Mike is I've had to learn his love language and how he loves, how he shows love. Cause he's not super emotional. Mike not no crier. Even when Mike mad, he just wanna have a conversation with you. He not jumping in your face. He not cussing me out. He not doing all of that. His like his his love language in our marriage is he supports. He get up, he go to work. He, if I got to London, really? You gonna play with a plastic bag? Give mommy this. But um, he, he, <laughs> he shows a, a lot of his love, a lot of how he shows his love is by taking care of home financially and making sure that we okay and protecting us and making sure nobody is harming us. It's none of that. So I feel like Quad wants Dr. Greg to show her love the way she says that he should versus them meeting in the middle somewhere. Yeah, I agree. But because oh, I mean, because I mean, the alternative is, is look, if y'all niggas can't get this shit together, y'all just need to divorce. Just divorce. It ain't the end of the world. Hey, right. Another woman gonna want him, another man gonna want you. Y'all don't have no kids together. It'd be easy to walk away if that's how you feel. Right. Cause it already sounds like you got one foot out the door in damn way. It pretty much do, pretty much. And, uh, right. See you in London. Yeah, London, like they on some bullshit. You seen them? My- right. So, <laughs> it's, it's, so <laughs> it's one more thing. Uh, cause I mean, we, I mean, other than that, I mean, they played the games and whatever, and they played the couples games, and it did. I ain't gonna lie, some of it was a little TMI. Damn, Dr. G, they scored the lowest and shit. Uh, but, but, because <laughs> I know that my lovely friend over here wants to go ahead and get this shit out of the way because I know she got a lot to say about Toya. So, Toya, mind your fucking business. Oh, 
your fucking business. This bitch that spent the whole trip so far talking about Dr. Jackie and Curtis' marriage, and your husband ain't even giving you no dick because you have he is the slave that's paying off all y'all tax debt. You got bigger fish mm. to fry. Mm, 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 mm. I just mm, mm, mm. Oh. And when, when you do clownery. When you do the clownery. Because I'm like, because I'm like, I'm, I mean, not quite, I'm like Toya. Like, I, you're pretty, you got, you got the, the ass for, for, for years. I like looking at you on the TV screen, but you're doing a whole ass lot. And you, and she projected, she projected, because she didn't even say no confessionals. Like, she saw that her, her dad and her mom, like, I think her dad cheated, and like, she saw that her mom go through that. And internalize that. And look, I get it. I, I can understand, especially if she was young or whatever, internalizing that shit. I can understand it can be dramatic. But baby, you grown this motherfucker now. And Dr. Jacket and Curtis, two grown ass people, they marriage and their relationship is not yours. And it ain't your damn business. It ain't your damn motherfucking business, bitch. Because why? Why would you think it was a good idea to sit in Curtis' lap? Why? I got a problem with her acting like she was victimized. And this is why I say you can tell the difference in the ages on the show. I also like the age range because you got like Dr. Jackie and Simone, Dr. Simone leading the pack because they, they got to be like in their 40s, mid 40s, close to, you know, maybe heading into their 50s sometime soon. And yeah. then you got the, you know, then you got the 30 year olds and shit. And so Doc, I appreciate it. First of all, Curtis didn't mean no harm. Let me get that out the way. Curtis was being playful. He was not being disrespectful. Nobody saw this disrespect but Toya. Even Toya's husband was like, he just joking, Toya. Fucking relax. Right. She go had this long, drawn-out conversation with Dr. Jackie, and Dr. Jackie said, I trust you, and I trust that Curtis ain't trying to fuck you or disrespect me or none of that. So, I, let me handle this. Please mind your business. What she said, very nice but nasty. And I appreciated that. She said she she said the old lady, old lady gang style. She was like, I love you, but sis, mind mind your business. I, I got this. I feel I feel like if I'm if I'm the person that's in the shit, husband, that she don't I feel like I I feel like it's my business to handle. And especially when I'm not getting in your business with your husband, well. Because y'all in debt, he can't, he can't damn. Um, he can't uh, even get it. He can't even get it up. Nigga just want to masturbate right. and go to sleep. Right. He just masturbate and go to sleep. All that ass you got, you can't even put it on him because he trying to work hard to get y'all ass out of debt. You, I think I got this, uh, Toy. I think I got this with me and Curtis. I th- exactly. You didn't work your husband so much. He can't even. He can't even take the time to get get behind that big old ass. Right, and you know he wants to. You, you know he won't do shit. Look, have you seen it? Like every time, every time I see them, them two together, and they think they slip, but I be seeing how Curtis be looking at it because one, you can't help but see it, and then two, I see that nigga. That nigga, he can't wait to get back to to, to, to get behind all that ass, but he can't because he got to get y'all ass out there. Exactly. So I was just like Toya. Didn't did nobody make that shit a big deal but you? Yeah, she was creating less where there was none. I thought that was real tacky. So uh, that's all I had for uh, Married to Medicine. Yep. We're going to move to Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, yes. Please, let us. uh... Let's. Let's.
Let's uh, okay. I'm start because I, I I got my notes here. What what do first of all before we, before we start anyway, I would just speaking of ass because I feel like this is customary to say every episode, even if we don't see it in the episode. I just feel it's customary to say that uh, Sheree's ass is everything. Yeah, I, I just feel like we should make a point of that every episode. So with that said, I got on uh, what I, I would like to say. It was really um. Uh, I don't want to say heartbreaking, but it was kind of sad for me to see like uh, Riley break down after uh, talking to her father. Like, and I know we only that like they kind of cut took the mic off and cut production and went to commercial and shit. But that was kind of uh, that, that 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 did uh, make me feel the way to see Riley like break down and shit. I I I feel like Candy. Don't want to admit it, but I feel like to an extent she's bad talked that girl's father in front of her so much that she might not want a relationship with him because he appears to be trying really, really hard to establish a relationship. And that, and like, I'll be it late, I'll but be I will give him that. But you have to, the thing is, I know people like kids have a mind of their own and this, that, and the third, but at the end of the day, kids are still going to think and behave like kids. Doesn't matter how much of a mind they have. So as a parent, you two have to get together and start doing fostering that relationship back to a healthy place. Because left up to Riley, she don't give a fuck. She just go. She just want to learn how to drive and get in her mama's G wagon. Right. <laughs> That's what she right. care about. He's just trying to cruise down Peachtree. Correct. She don't care about. Probably go to the house. So. I'm just kind of like Candy and the the baby father could do better. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I, yeah. His name is Blanc. Like what? The <laughs> 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 it's like the nigga's name is Blanc. It's like I, it's fitting that it's fitting that Riley is 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 like it's fitting that a nigga named Blanc will be trying to establish a relationship with his daughter this late. Cause I mean, the nigga named Blanc. Yeah, the nigga, the, the nigga is a a loser, but <laughs> that nigga is a whole hood rat. He is a whole ass hood rat. But uh, he, he appears to be making an effort at this point, so I kind of yeah. I kind of hope they get that together for Riley's sake. Agreed, agreed. Okay, so let's see. Um. Mm. I mean, you really didn't have too much this episode of the net and the thing with Portia and Kenya. So, uh, <sighs> ah, listen, Kenya, girl. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we get there, because it all gonna tie in together. Before we get there, because I think I saw you even say this in the chat or say it on social media. Uh, your thoughts on Shamia? Ciao, bye, Shamia. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only have this for Shamia, and I'm going to tell you why. Portia is a whole different... Portia is a... I don't love Portia. So when I'm saying this, don't think this is in defense of Portia. But you, Shamia went out of her way on multiple occasions to try and embarrass Portia in front of Candy and them. How are you so missing your friend, your, your sister, your this, your that, after constantly trying to make a fool of her in front of people that don't really care for her. Help me understand, please. From the bottom of the thug's heart. Because I am, so, I am so confused. <laughs> I am confusion. Like, I don't get that whatsoever. Like, she literally, multiple occasions, 
sought to embarrass Portia in front of these girls. Somebody let me know. Somebody help help a thug out from the bottom of a thug's heart. I Someone meet me at the crossroads. Like it was, yeah, it was I, I, just a lot. I wanted to open that up. I wanted your thoughts on Shamia because I was like, mm. the whole time I'm like hook and Portia having this talk, and I was like, mm, mm. I was literally like, mm. Mm, mm. Mm. Sure, 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 Jan, sure. Mm, mm, mm. And even and, and even Portia was like, mm. even in the episode, Portia was like, uh, excuse she, she, she was confused. It's like, so you just gonna act like you didn't just embarrass me? Almost. He was like, and then VH, I mean, not VH1, but then Bravo replayed the damn takes. Bravo, they've been, I don't know who. What I guess after the uh after the phaser shit and it's like look we got to re- re- replay every receipt we got to make sure we on point and no stone on turn because they've been pulling back receipts like a motherfucker all season yeah but that I just I, I wanted us to start with 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 Shamir because I was like mm, mm. no seriously I was just kind of like what 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 it's like she just came back and tried to be like oh everything is all great but it's like uh actually no 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 it ain't. <laughs> No, it's not, sis. It's not. It's not gravy at all. Right. It, it, shit ain't sweet. It ain't sweet. Port, Portia got every right to be looking at you like, uh, okay. I don't know what you want me to do with this information, but you still tracking? Pretty much. That's what I took so, from it. Uh, but you know, good, good the hell look, everybody. Uh, speaking of love. So speaking of Portia. So um, so Portia, Portia is. And I have this in my nose. Portia is very much a I too type of person. Like I, I too um, experienced this struggle. I too internalized this thing. At yeah. least in my opinion, Look, correct me if I'm wrong, but in my opinion, she turned this into she turned this um, good deed, this charitable thing, into a competition that didn't need to be a competition. I, so, mm, well, let me let, hold on. Wait, let I, me correct that. She. It, it turned into a competition, but she wasn't alone in making it a bigger deal than it, than it should have been. I guess I'll say that. Yeah. I, so, mm, Cynthia, I feel like her issue with Cynthia was valid because prior to Kenya getting there, she was trying to be attached to Portia Hip. And then when no, got there, it was like, who? Who here? Portia. Oh, no, I dropped yeah, the I agree with that. It was like, oh, Portia. Oh no, I drive a BMW. Who is this? Like, it was. Right. Like, I, yeah. she kind of to, to the side, but that wasn't the time nor the place for it. That's that's how I feel about yeah. it. I feel like that is criticism, critique, or whatever that you could have waited until the what y'all came to do down there in Houston had been done. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I think that's a way of saying what I was getting to. It's like. I, Cause I do agree with you, cause, 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 Lord knows, and we don't talk to her before that. Since then, got no damn mind of her own, uh, cause she really did just do a one eighty when Kenya got there. Uh, but I feel like that wasn't the place to. It, it's like we said, said last week. Sometimes you gotta pick your battle. No, you definitely yes, do. Yes, and I feel like that, like I said, that was a valid criticism, and I am with Portia on that. But I feel like that wasn't the time to address it, and you, you, she could have, she should have just stuck to the mission instead of making it. Not that it wasn't a fair point and it wasn't a thing, but it turned into a bigger thing, and that wasn't the place to make it a thing. Like you couldn't talk about that when y'all got back. That's exactly like how I feel about it. Like you had a valid point, but 
do what you came to do and get your hell get the hell on because at the at that time emotions was running high and there was a bigger picture in sight than scratch my back, scratch yours. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Yeah. So uh, speaking of and I and I feel like I feel like Shamia didn't make it any better either. No, like here's the thing. So I do feel like Kenya was rude to Shamia at dinner. I don't think Kenya was rude when they were cleaning up the drywall at the houses. Baby, we did not come here I to agree. play or chit chat. We came to help I, these families so that they could get in their homes and start rebuilding their lives. This is not a social call, honey. I don't yeah, want to chit chat. Yeah, I agree. I feel like, like I said, she wasn't rude at the at the thing. She was just about the business. Um, because that's where y'all were down there. Now at the dinner table, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you I was like, I was I was looking at Kenya like, uh nah. Okay. Yeah, I was definitely like, it's not that deep, honey. Right. And she was trying to say Shamia's not making it that deep. And it's like, uh, okay, like, like again, like you said, like, at the, at the, at the, at the thing, like, y'all was there for work, and it's like, oh, I get it. But also, it's like, but at this dinner table, and, like, people, y'all, if you're trying to, like, have a conversation and stuff, it's like, um, I don't know, like, shit, even, even Cynthia, I think, said, it's like, you, you're not letting her talk. Saying, like, she making it a big deal, and you know, it's not that deep, and like, like you you apologize and stuff, but you also not letting her talk. You not letting her get a word in edgewise. Like you coming in like on the defensive and shit when you saying you are supposed to be like above. So it's like, uh, not not a clown on you. Yeah, she she blew it out of proportion completely at the dinner. Right. She could have just said, "Hey, Shamia, listen, honey, I promise you, I'm not being rude. I'm just trying to help these people. That is really and truly what it is." I just want to help people right. and went about right. my day. Right. And like she she got mad and stormed out and blew it all in proportion and then like went in the bathroom and cussing out the cussing out them, cussing out production. And it's like it, it's the type of shit people say about you, Kenya. Like you be saying people just be coming at you for no reason. It's like, but are they really? Yeah, <laughs> it, was they really? So, it was it was it was it was so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> when it didn't need to be. It was it was it was a lot. It was, it was a lot, baby. I was like, oh no, darling. What? Oh oh no, baby. What is you doing, baby? Where do we even go from here with all that? Uh, shit, we can't. <laughs> I don't know. We ain't got to go home, but we damn sure can't stay here. I don't we know. Got what to get the fuck up out of here, cause you <laughs> get the motherfucker out. Okay, girl. I was like, oh. You been at that restaurant just trying to get some goddamn wings. <laughs> and y'all out here wild. <laughs> Just out here cooning motherfucker trying to get some lemon pepper wings. But uh yeah, so, so that's all I think that's on uh unless you got something else, that's all for real housewives. Yeah, I don't have nothing else for real housewives. Where you wanna go next? Uh let's jump on over to Lifetime with Little Women real quick. Because it ain't that that much to talk about. Right. Now um as much as I could, and this is uh, me uh, getting get just getting on uh, into it. Mm. Uh, so, um, I, my first impressions of it is it's uh, um, it's different. Um, and I'm not trying to be uh, rude and sensitive to uh, little people. Um, but uh, it is uh, it's different. But then the, the, it seems like it's different. But then it's not because the drama is kind of kind of the same. Uh, and it was actually a little bit more entertaining. Oh, uh, this is my first time 
even hearing or seeing Juicy in years since I was back home and I was listening to the Rich Mountain Morning Show because, you know, we have the two damn stations down there. So it's a, it's different, but I did enjoy it. Um, I see us, like I said, adding this to the rotation. Um, for this episode, uh, I just got a couple of things. Uh, you got a couple of things you want to discuss? Uh, Abril, is that how you say her name? Uh, Abril? Yeah. That goes crazy as hell. <laughs> That's my first. <laughs> this is about me catching up with my first impression. That girl crazy as hell. That motherfucker said. That motherfucker said it's up to you. When she told me that she was like, it's up to you to make sure that I don't pop off. I'm like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I, I have to monitor your behavior? What the fuck is this? That would have made me with the jazz music style, but I would be like, the fuck? So the one thing that <laughs> is hilarious about them to me is that they, um, these ladies... First of all, I never seen women be so mad about being around a goddamn newborn. L- listen, cause this this thing with with Child, with this Tom- my goddamn baby, no vets. <laughs> <laughs> now check that. Now check that. Okay, I was like, uh, was some was one of y'all the surrogate or some shit? Like, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Cause that's ah, really like. Ah. They was really like they were like it was the end. They were like it was the end of the world if, if Tanya brought that damn baby. I was thoroughly fucking confused. I was like, okay. It's like uh, are y'all not like is the world gonna like y'all went full quarter? Like is the world gonna end when the damn baby comes? Like what is I mean No, like seriously, what what is the beef? Like like as far as I could tell, the baby wasn't making too much of stink or too much of fuss, or I was just thoroughly confused as to what the issue was with the baby? I like I'm like legitimately somebody like if you listening, uh, tweet the show page and tell us like what the hell like are we crazy? But what the hell was the issue? That big of an issue with the damn baby coming? Please let us know. Please. Cause we 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 thoroughly confused over here. We trying to figure out like did the baby like is it something that we didn't see? Like did the baby throw up on somebody? Like what like what the hell was the issue with the damn baby? And first of all, it's like nigga, y'all going to fly? Fishing, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, ain't even no shit. Like y'all going to Vegas or y'all going to uh, to Atlantic City or something. Like, nigga, y'all going fly fishing in RV? I, I, I don't Mm-mm. know. Come on, yeah, come, come I, on, yeah. I, I, I just so much confused me about that episode. I. I, I just never seen no motherfuckers be that entitled to a, to newborns. Like, do you know how little newborns do? To even make that type of a fuss about a newborn goddamn baby, I was like, "Okay, are we okay?" Because we got vaccinated. Nobody told you to get vaccinated, bitch. That's still not enough to make you make me want to bring my baby out. I was just like, "Okay, all right, that's enough." Uh, And uh, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all doing a lot. Yeah, I was. Uh huh. So, what is his name? His name, um, is it James? The one that was gonna propose or plan to propose is name James. I think so. Yeah. Um. So first of all, he know not to tell me another motherfucker thing ever. She could hold shit. She was like, I just had to tell somebody. No, the fuck you did, girl. You ain't gotta. 
you got a trap or keep a journal or something like write to yourself shit like ooh we this gonna be lit when Jane proposed like write that shit in note I was tell that man business tell no damn body here and hear your ass go a little woman with a big fucking mouth I was, I was like, okay, child, leave me alone. Like, girl, girl, bye. Goddamn. Like, you, you, you wilding right now. That man, that makes you a simple task. Real, real bad. You acting like you holding the secrets to Fort Knox. Talking about you had to tell somebody. No hell you did. At all. Damn deep shit. Yeah, these, these ain't the damn nuclear codes. What the hell is you talking about? Oh, Speaking of minute, though. Speaking of minute, how did you feel about her uh, accusing of uh, uh, shit, uh, Abria of stealing her damn uh, what you call it? Her what? Stealing her what? The um the fly suit, the fly thing. They had to catch the the fishing shit. <laughs> hey, listen, I ain't gonna lie. These little bitches argue about anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Juicy said. Juicy was like, "These hoes, they y'all wild." <laughs> they they do. They just at a point where they argue to argue. Two, I didn't know Atlanta had such a he- uh, little heavy uh little women population. What's the odds of all of them being centered in Atlanta? Uh listen, hey, I listen, a- Atlanta is a melting pot. That's all I can say. And have you seen any around? Actually, yes. Oh. Not um not not in full force, but I have seen. I have seen one. Yes. Oh. I didn't know it was like that until watching this show, but I have seen them out. So hey, you know, shout out to the to the little people population. Hey, you know, diversity, even in wretchedness, diversity, progress. That's all we can ask for. Yes, yes. That that is that is the inclusion. You get you get the inclusion in ratchet. Equal opportunity ratchet. Right, right. We support all forms of ratchet on this podcast. So, uh, so that's all I had for little women. It's like, yeah, a real wilding, uh, mini wilding. Uh, they wilding about telling this damn baby because it really ain't that damn deep. Yeah, it's like y'all wilding. So, my friend, do you want to go to get black ink out the way? Because I feel like that'd be short. Yeah, let's let's get black ink done. Oh, uh, do you know where you want to start? Because I because I do. <clears throat> uh, you know, fuck Donna. Okay. <laughs> I never seen a bitch so, I never seen a bitch so mediocre be mad she mediocre at, but at other people. <sighs> Man, listen, let me tell you something. Is Donna is mad that she mediocre, but mad at other people that she mediocre, but also don't want to change the fact that she mediocre. Like it the shit is the most odd, the, the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my goddamn life. That woman ain't tell a single lie about how trash them tattoos was. Listen, listen, let me tell you something. That, <laughs> she did. <laughs> listen, and I, she the most fire of a way to get goddamn fire. But I don't, Tatiana, uh, Titania, whatever the hell her name is. But she ain't tell one lie about down the tattoos. So them shits were poo poo. Them were, them were, them were, them were peak, them were peak white. White, you know what them tattoos was? Tattoos. That was what? Pink pussy hat march. The the white the the white women's march. Them were the kind of tattoos. Bye 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 bye. Okay. Bye 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 bye. Love you too, nigga. 
just a steaming stew of, of, of mediocrity of the damn tattoo. This shit was awful. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Holy shit, you ain't even lie. I know, I know. It, I, I ain't shit. I know this. I'm a horrible person. It's fine. Uh, speaking of Donald, <clears throat> now let me say this. Let me say this. I feel like Walt did overreact and tore up, tore up that damn part bit when he didn't need to. I would have called it. I, 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 I would have. Yeah, Walt, that, that was that's how you know I said last week. Walt is definitely a nigga that ain't used to pussy because. Ain't no way in hell he should have reacted like that. Like, if anything, I feel like Walt should have did like some action nigga shit and like been like, well, shit, fuck that bitch. I can get somebody else. Like, I feel like even that would have been a better response then because you see Jada and Donna. Um, well, you ain't even see it. You you hear it from uh, Young Bay and Kevin. Speaking of a shout out to Kevin, his, his face was fucking priceless. <laughs> I love that nigga. I swear to God, Kevin face was fucking priceless. I'm a Kevin fan. I'm a, he was. Yeah. He's probably the best artist in that shop. Agreed. Him and Young Bay. Agreed. Agreed. Um, which you know what? Since you say that, ain't that the real shade? Like the two, the two best tattoo artists Don't popped get in on. Well, that 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 too, that too is is a valid point. But the best two tattoo artists in the shop, eavesdropped and caught the worst tattoo artists on the shop. Uh. Freaking around <laughs> behind walk back. I, I thought that was I caught that. I thought that was the, that was uh, the real shade. But nigga, I feel like, like I said, let me first all this. Like walk do it like a nigga that ain't used to pussy. He overreacted. With that said, if Donna Funk ass <laughs> went behind me, somebody that I just smashed. Knowing good and damn well her ass is funky and don't bathe and don't take baths and tell folks property and shit and don't pay rent. I would have felt the way too. I ain't gonna say hell like I wouldn't have did what Walt did. I'd be like, you funky motherfucker. <laughs> I'd be like that while Walt was so bad. Like he said he 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 smelled the funk coming from the room. <laughs> he sure did. He felt the mace coming from her panty. <laughs> He was like, you, you was like, you was like, Jada, you go from me to somebody? Not nah, well, mm. I was about to say, Jada, like, Jada went from Walt to somebody who don't bathe, but Walt don't look like he bathe. So I guess she just got a thing for people that just look like they don't bathe. Walt definitely an old crybaby. How you crying over pussy? You ain't been inside yet. Oh, yeah. No, they never they had look- sex, they just kissed. Oh, then what the hell would they make it such a big deal? Like Walt smashed that shot. He went on one date with her, where he did the cheesy poetry. And man, and then and then and then they played that shit like he smashed, or oh, they had a day of fuck. Cause that's not how they presented it on the uh, on the episode. Like, they they went on one date, and they I guess they've been like going on a couple dates, but they hadn't fucked yet. Oh, mm. well, damn. <laughs> did London say help? <laughs> <laughs> Mm, but yeah, I, mm, I that was 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 that 
She like London like, ooh, that Donna lady smells. <laughs> <laughs> Donna definitely looked like the type of person that got a stench that would upset children. She Donna, definitely Donna definitely looks like she hasn't been to the gynecologist in a long time. And don't plan on going either. Like after all the felon dick she had, she don't look like she went to the doctor and make sure shit was straight. Mm. Mm. That's that's the realty. Mm. 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 Damn sure what they did to that dog. Uh so uh I am becoming team Alex. Uh he seems to be a really sweet kid. Agree. Uh and I will again I'm so conflicted that Caesar is being a decent human being. Now the Duchess is gone, it's really upsetting me. <laughs> because it's just making me feel like you really let this woman bring out the worst in you. It's like it, it's like nigga, you you could have been a, a decent you could have been a good human being this whole damn time. Like what the fuck, Caesar? Exactly. It's like you you wait you you wait till you get with to, with a motherfucker that don't use carpet. Like boy. Boy. Like boy. Your hand. Boy. Right. I'm about to fry <laughs> your dumb ass. <laughs> Like you could you could have been being a good human being, Caesar. What the fuck? Exactly. Oh, uh, let me see. Let me see. I need, what the hell? It was something. Ah, ah. So, uh, so <laughs> I love how. Yes. First of all, let me say this. And we already know, like we talked about it recently, like on shit. How they hit us? I like how Melody hit us with a swerve. No, 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 no. Before, before we get to that, wait, to that, because yes, nigga, I love Melody. She hit us with a fucking swerve, and I love it. But speaking of Donna Funky ass, speaking of Donna Funky ass, her begging Melody to come back after they fired the other girl that that she she whooped that girl ass. I'm sorry, like I, I can't stand Donna, but she whooped that girl ass. That she didn't have a damn chance. She really did. All because that girl was doing her job. She told her it's not your job to critique me. Actually, bitch. Right. Right. That's what managers it's do. Like, right. That was managers do. And motherfucking sees the sees the most non-managing, non-CEO having motherfucker I've ever goddamn seen. Like, how you have this much chaos in your motherfucking shop? All the time. All the damn time. All the time. Yeah, All the time. Right. Also. Also, backing up just just a bit, backing up just a bit. I love I love how everybody was trying to get in oh shit business or why him and Nicky split and oh and oh shit hit him with the like no, <laughs> like it's none of y'all damn business. Also, shout out to oh shit for getting his teeth fixed. Also, too as well. Yes. Shout out to you. Yes. Uh, uh so, hey, Melody is the MVP because she yeah. walked in the shop. Mel, you back. <clears throat> Well, actually, we black. We got with it. Tatiana, you are manager. Mel was like, "No, I'm not the manager." Motherfucker said, "Why the fuck you here?" She said, "It's a tattoo." Fuck else, I'm here for. Exactly. I look. Listen. <laughs> Bravo, Mel. You the real MVP. Mel said, "There's no in hell I'm ever managing so, this when, shit." When Scott, when Scott ran out, and Mel was like, "Damn, I'm glad I'm not the manager." I melted on the floor. <laughs> Listen, I, I was like, er? and then when she was like, I'm not, I can't hear the, she's like, I can't hear to tat. I am an artist. I came back to tattoo. 
I came back to work in the shop because I have responsibilities, but I'm not managing you motherfuckers. <laughs> I was like, yes, ma'am. Bravo. Bravo. You the real MVP. You that that that's what you did was theater, drama, Shakespearean. Secure the bag. Secure the bag and your peace of mind. Exactly. That's what Melody was like. I'm gonna come back here and work and get this money and pay off what I got to do for me and my family. But uh I ain't let you motherfuckers run me crazy no more. You on your own far as a manager. I came to work. Bravo, Mel. Bravo. Bravo. I ain't got nothing bad to say about me. Like, bravo. 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 That's how you play the game. That that's how you play the game of thrones. You play to win. Um Let's see. I, that's all I have for Black King. Yeah, that's all I got. Let's get on to, let's move to Love and Hip Hops. Which, which one you want to do first, or do it matter? Uh, Miami didn't offer much this week, so let's let's get Miami out the way. All right, before we get started, I want to say Baby Blue is, Baby Blue is the hero we don't deserve, and nigga grow me. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm conflicted because he looked like a nigga that is a horrible human being. But he Right, like he he had his moment moments of actionness, but overall, like the nigga not a horrible human being, and it's conflicting with me because the nigga looked like a horrible human being. But yeah, that was the Lord. Hotline, <laughs> but uh, hotline, <laughs> but maybe Blue is going on me each week. That nigga, that nigga had me has a quote, but had me crying laughing. It seemed like each week. Goddamn, last week it was him trying to warn Pete, and then yeah. this week it was him. Actually talking some sense to be like, look, nigga, uh, you can't have both of them out here, um, um, one telling one and then doing the other and have them them both out here looking stupid. Like you got to make a choice. Pretty much. Oh, so that was that. And then also, speaking of P and then else, uh, in my notes, pleasure P and motherfucking Jeffrey are some goddamn Donnell Jones ass where I want to be ass niggas, and it is. And it is upsetting me and my homegirl and my homegirl's adorable daughter. I'm fucking confused. Yes. Yes. These motherfuckers. Man, no thank you. No. Get 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 Pleasure P up here looking like looking like Banjo Kazooie in a suit. And get Jeffrey with this goddamn um 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 reject this this goddamn rejected uh temptations for door. Get them the fuck up out of here being some well, I love you, but then I'm also cheating, but I love you, but I don't want you to go. And then the person I'm cheating with, like, I don't want you to leave, but I also don't want you to go, but I'm in love and I'm confused. Get them two niggas the fuck up out of here. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so that. Um, mm, mm. Also, my Kiara, her ass. Mm. 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 These... Mm. Hey, I got to get this off my chest. I wish Young Hollywood would die. (laughs) I I, I tried not to say it. Like, I tried to, like, he is a fucking disgusting human being. Yeah. And... It's like we said last week. Nothing, nothing that we have. I don't think anything from this episode changed how we felt last week. Actually, it, in my opinion, makes Veronica and her friend look a little worse. Uh, yep. Because it's like we said last week. Uh, in that situation in the club, y'all 
was not genuine. He didn't come to be genuine. He only agreed to apologize to Lamar to try to get at Veronica. Um, and, and that, and he, and and even though it's negative, he kept that same energy this week. He done moved on from Veronica to their friend, who I can't remember her name. And he still ain't, he still ain't sincere. He still ain't, um, he's still talking shit about Amara. But but this time, he talking shit about Amara behind her back to her supposed friends. And now they actually look worse. And then Veronica, this is my thing with Veronica. I was said last week, Amara's, Amara should have handled that better and only like she wasn't wrong, but with those kind of people like Veronica and Young Hollywood, you kind of got to pay them in dust because like we said last week, when you stoop to the level of a fool, you want to make yourself look bad. But here's my thing with Veronica. Because she called Amara ungrateful. Yeah. And, I was... and I'm trying to figure out yeah, now, please correct me if I'm wrong, but you brought a motherfucker to apologize to Amara who's supposed to be your friend and even you yourself said that the nigga didn't come there to be sincere and, and you shouldn't have done it and all this, that, and the third. And so when Amara peeped that and is upset with you, grateful and saying that she brought her problem, she, she, she caused the shit. And it's like in episode one, you was telling Amara that he Hollywood ain't shit and that she's strong and beautiful, this, that, and third. But now, a few episodes later, because she because Amara clocked you being moving funny, now she ungrateful. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I find that very interesting. Now, Candace, you tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that is very, very interesting. Well, so this is the one thing I wanted to touch on. So I think Amara is a beautiful girl. I I think in terms of character, she probably one of the sweeter people on the show. I agree. But something is kind of bothering my soul with Amara and this Veronica thing. And I, before I could form a full opinion, I just want to ask Veronica, I mean, ask Amara, has she ever heard any music by Veronica? Because <laughs> if the answer is yes, then I question this whole thing she's doing, uh, like the way she reacted to Young Hollywood, because Veronica does not classify as Afro-Latina. She just classifies as Latina. And she says right. nigga a lot. A so lot. Yeah, so if you if 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 she knew about Amara and her music beforehand, you got got to question it because you should have peeped from jump to that there was no solidarity and shouldn't even have tried to be friends with, friends with her. her if if she knew that, if she knew that beforehand because your beliefs don't align with hers and right at all at all at all. So I I, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Like if she knew before the show, yeah. If, if she's heard her music before the show, I'm side eyeing her a little bit. Yeah, I ain't gonna even lie. Yeah, I, I think that's valid. I think that's valid. Because even we said in the chat, like, it don't... That, that still could be true. Like, she could have known before the show, and like you said, she. It, I think that's valid to side out her a little bit. But it don't seem organic, honestly. Yeah, the friendship seems very contrived. It, like, it don't seem organic. Like it was just for TV. Right, right, right. But what that's also, is like, again, we love tomorrow, but it's like, with people like that, like what we said last week, you gotta... You gotta see for those kind of people for who they are, and then move accordingly. Because just like you said last week, pay them and us. It's like, oh, you you bitches moving funny. Well, you know, well, don't let the good little switch on the way out and deuces, chuck deuces to them motherfuckers. Yeah, you know. With that, but but all that said, child JoJo was like, okay, y'all wilder, so let me just excuse myself. <laughs> <laughs> he 
But you know what? This is how you could tell JoJo father in the Mexican mob. That nigga is a whole gangster because she was like, uh-uh. I'm so like this. I, I got but my father had me killed because y'all move super duper funny. Right. Because they move but that whole group, like I like like I, I wish Amara would just like distance them herself because they moving funny in the motherfucker, like cause like now I her damn friend again, like I can't remember her name. She working with dad trying to work with young Hollywood and Veronica looking at her funny like bitch. And it's like it's it's like well shit. If anything, it's like a whole bunch of Spider Man's for that Spider Man's. Pretty much, none of y'all should be working with that corny ass nigga. Right, none of y'all. And like JoJo, JoJo peeped that shit. She was like, "So y'all just gonna talk about Amar behind her back, and y'all supposed to be her friends and talk about her behind her back with this nigga that disrespected her?" Like, mm. and JoJo was like, "Oh, let me just move, remove myself, cause y'all." Yeah, she was not with that shit. She got, she like, yep, deuces. Right, she like, like I'm, I'm not. Like, Y'all waiting to talk about Amada Rashi not here? Nah, I don't like that. And she's right. alone. Right. That. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I, so shout out, JoJo was the real MVP of this episode. She was like, oh, you bitches moving funny. Skirt. Uh, it's a terrible cheater. Because <laughs> he, he is, he is a terrible cheater. Because this nigga cheated and like, Left the damn bag that he got from Malik and playing you for Bobby the fucking fire. Like, nigga. He was, like, yeah, he is a terrible cheater. If you don't fuck around, fuck around expeditiously. Like, what the fuck you gonna leave the shit in playing you for Bobby to find out? And Bobby, Bobby still annoyed me, but he, he went wrong in this, situa- in, in this situation to me. It's like, nigga, you found a whole, this nigga, one, you cheating, and then you allow the cheater dad to just gonna leave the shit for me to find. Like, boy. Lousy picture. Like the shit was like, uh, what? And then gonna tell Bobby that he that, to calm down. Like he doing a lot. It's like, well, nigga, you doing a lot of cheating that you ain't supposed to do. So like, what? <laughs> so what? What is we saying here? Like what? Yeah, I was like, mm. he thought he thought cause he he thought cause he dark skinned and handsome. And, and and got a body that he, that Bobby was just gonna turn over cheek. And it's like, nigga, you are dealing with with a nigga that looked like a fluorescent light bulb. Do you think this nigga finna just turned over cheek and, t- and calm down? Like, do you you don't believe that? Like, does it is it anything about Bobby life that even remotely feels like he just gonna just let this slide or not or not make a deal out of this? Like, are you okay, Jeffrey? No, the fuck you not. Exactly. Um. Print, I said this last week, get Prince the fuck off my TV screen. I don't care for this nigga. Like, he cheat, he, he treating his girl, uh, I really don't care. She threw the, she kicked the nigga out and threw, threw his shit out. Like, I and then said he was cheating on her. Like, what is you even talking about? Oh, she got mad he ain't come home. Like, don't be one of them weirdos. Listen, listen. Come on with it, Prince. Come on. <laughs> you end a relationship. That person is, is free to go get some dick 10 minutes later if they so choose to. You don't get to put somebody out and then be like, uh, well, make sure you be home by midnight. Bitch, is you retarded? Because clearly you are. Like, I don't I don't care about him. Don't even care about his girl. Like I like they whole storyline is like, I, I don't care about them. Like, and first of all, I can't take this nigga seriously because the nigga still sound like his balls ain't dropped. I can't take that. Seriously, yeah. like what is we doing here? Uh, <laughs> Shay is the 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 throwing shit queen 
Cause this motherfucker got a this she should have been in the NFL. She got an arm like she got an arm like goddamn Aaron Rodgers. Cause this don't make no goddamn sense. Listen, she is the queen of throwing shit. She is the goddamn queen and accurate at that. She is the queen of accurate passer pocket or pocket pass. And she, if she were playing in the NFL, she would have a, a perfect QBR ring. Cause goddamn. This is gonna be shape thing. She's gonna throw shit every episode and make her mark every damn episode. This is this is amazing. Yeah, it's really annoying. Oh. Uh-huh. Ah <laughs> what did you think about? <laughs> so uh what did you think <laughs> about uh Trick Daddy? Child, he don't get the fat fuck on. <laughs> I was- gotta say, gotta say, gotta say. Before you go, gotta say. Then, uh, then, um, let's not talk about Trick Daddy tweets this week. Hmm, interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, just thought I'd bring that up because you know, hmm. mm-hmm. I ain't seen that many people down on the hill for Trick Daddy lately. Hmm, interesting. And you won't. Hmm. And you hmm. fucking won't. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. But like, I, I was like, get, get Trick Daddy the fuck off my TV screen. He like. Yeah, he had like Trina tried to play him. It's like no nigga, Trina asking you one as as your friend and your business partner and and fellow artist, and two and also be fed her cousin. She asking you to be a goddamn man and an adult and fix this shit. And you talking about she tried to play you and blindside you, boy, with your ugly ass. I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. I'm saying Trina tried to play you. Trina ain't even. Them more like Trina ain't never been with the shit as far as being some messy shit. It's like nigga, obviously she care for you. Why I don't know, but I'm not here to police that woman's relationships. And she obviously care about her hood. I mean her cousin, and she wants to see y'all niggas work this shit out when it's time to work this shit out. And here you go being a nigga with your legs. Exactly. I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, all right. I I see what I see what this is. Trick daddy boy, fuck you. Yeah, that was pretty much how I felt. Um, so that's all I had for love hip hop, man. So we, I think we are doing great on time, friend. So that just leaves uh, Love Hip Hop New York, and um, I guess we'll mention uh, Grown Up Hip Hop Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, <laughs> I just want to get this out of the way. This nigga, this this nigga Jonathan be wearing the cleanest of black ass suits I ever seen in my goddamn life. This motherfucker, <laughs> this motherfucker with this goddamn black suit, looking like he was in the uh, extra in the fucking formation video. I was like, this move, this clean ass nigga. He is really a man. <laughs> like, you smooth-ass, married-ass nigga. Like, I mean, because you can't forget that this nigga still married. But still, like, you were dressing-ass, married-ass nigga. Yeah, I was, I was like, okay, bye. Like, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I can go. Oh, okay, Jonathan, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Um, so, um, what did you think about the, um, <laughs> uh, oh, 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 but uh, on a real, um, tip, on, on a serious note, um, I did, um, think that Jonathan, um, talking with his mom and his sister about, uh, the conversion therapy, I thought that was good, oh. um, and, and you know, they took a serious, and, and you know, they took a serious because they did that little PSA that Mona do when she talking about something serious. About conversion therapies, and I thought that was—I thought that was good. I thought that was a good moment. Um, I was—I was uh, glad to see him open up to his mom and 
them hash that out of because conversion therapy, like if you ever talk to anybody in the LGBT community about conversion therapy, like they will tell you horror stories and that shit is just so trash and inhumane. And it that was a good moment to see on um uh, uh, Yeah. I thought that I thought that was pretty dope. Um uh, I wanted to get that out of the way. Uh, so, and also another good thing, and I think you talked about this before. Uh, I mean, we finally saw Rich speak at something dealing with uh, diabetes and diabetes awareness and stuff. So I thought that was good. Yeah, that was that was a good moment. I won't deny that. Been on his butt about that for a good minute. I'm glad he finally getting this shit together. Right. Okay. Now, with that said, to the next. So, so, child, so this damn, mm, this damn uh, meeting of the. Oh wait, before I get to that, so damn that shit with Jacquey and his new girl and Safari. I feel like uh, it's, it's like the shit we said with Toya. Like Safari's intentions might have been good, but that was some shit he ain't had no business getting into, and he need to do bring Sophia around. Yeah, it's like nigga. Come on, Safari. Like you, you of all damn people should know how messy shit can get with exes. Like, come on now. Come on. Come on, Safari. Like, come on. Like, I like you, Safari. We like you, but come on now. You, 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 you being a whole ass weirdo about this now. That ain't your damn business. Pretty much. And you knew, and you knew that shit wasn't gonna go over well too. But uh, um, did you think that um, Jaquay, new girl, uh, had right to try to put hands and feet on Sophia? No. Okay, me. Cause I didn't think, cause I didn't think that Sophia was being disrespectful. Yeah, I thought, he didn't know he had moved on and no shit like that. Nobody knew till he just showed up with the girl. Right. And then everybody right. was like, okay. Right. So everybody was like reacting and just on the fly because did nobody know Jaquay had moved on? Shit, Safari. Shit, no, no. Shit, I don't even think Jaquay knew that he moved on. <laughs> so it's like everybody's reacting on the fly. Like Sophia didn't know that you his girl or whatever, and like. She the, in her mind, she was like, "I'm trying to get my my single ex back." I didn't know he moved on and shit, so I I didn't feel that Sophia was being disrespectful. Nah, she definitely wasn't. It wasn't that deep, that right? That deep, and that's because she got all that baggage from not from trying to get into a new relationship, and she got a ten month old. Right, right. Now, Koi don't hop his ass into shit. He might not be prepared for because, like you said, she got baggage and shit. So, mm, good, good the hell up. Good uh, speaking of baggage, so this damn meeting <laughs> that fucking Yandy and uh, Juju and uh, and uh, and Remy try to throw to get all the get all the young birds to to, to squash all this shit. I want because we gonna get part two of the next episode. Listen, look, they pulled that shit with the damn medium from uh, from Real Housewives. Put all put all throwable items in this box. Exactly. I'm so tired of them trying to make them goddamn girls be friends. They don't like right. you. Get the fuck over it. Right. They don't like each other. Yes, the reason they don't like each other may be stupid. Don't get an argument for me. Uh, but they ain't never gonna get along. So it's just like, it is what it is. Let the shit die. Uh, I really say, Rich uh, read fucking uh, Breeder Broke for Filth, though. Exactly. Yes, yeah, he did. Because she was like, I saw my um, best friend's man talking with a bitch that she don't like. What am I supposed to do? And Rich was like, uh, mind your damn business and not make a scene, especially at somebody else's event. Yeah, she she, she 
she's weird. I don't really care for Brie. I know Bianca ain't innocent, but Brie, Brie keeps up a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And every time, and every time Bianca put hands and feet on her, she cried a victim every time. Yeah, you like, and that's the part to kill me. You ain't even got the hands for the shit you be doing. Right, like like you said, I don't think Bianca innocent either. Thing you can say about Bianca, she definitely has the hands. She is the queen of the hands. And Bree be talking mad breezy and mad mad breezy and don't have not near hands. Exactly. You big man, because mommy won't let you have stuff you shouldn't have. Um, I, I'm also sick of them trying to... Uh, here's the thing. If you want people to be accountable, you have to actually call them out on the shit they're doing. The shit Bree is doing, she shouldn't be doing. And they keep acting like, like it's just Bianca. They keep acting like it's Bianca. Well, you, you got to stop trying to fight everybody. Every time Brian, every time Brie and Bianca see each other, Brie starts with her. Every time, and then and then like come to find out from the previews over a nigga, man. By yeah, it. even even from this episode, like she called her a hoe, and it's like, oh, so you mad with her over a nigga? And it's like, girl, ain't it always what it is though? Ain't it with you know for straight women? Ain't it usually over a nigga? Yes. Yes, nothing straight women like more than fighting over some disloyal dick. Listen, listen, that that is a, mm, mm. but it's like heal the down. That is, <laughs> it's like it's always over a nigga. It's like you 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 pick and fight with somebody that clearly clearly has the super same hands over a nigga that that that. Like like can like oh like can say I'm going to assume that wasn't loyal to neither one of you, and you get you get pumped every opportunity and missing out. First of all, I, God bless Trina for doing charity work because I know good and motherfucking well that there were no shit that 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 Bianca I mean that Trina was just like oh let me agree to bro that shit was for charity or or mo- mo- fucking Mona paid her one because I know good and motherfucking well. You know Mona paid her ass. Because ain't no, ain't no damn way. Mona was like, "Look, girl, look. Mona was like, girl, we about to start love hip hop, man. And I'll give you two chicks." Katrina was like, "Sign me up, boss." Right. Katrina was like, "I ain't gonna turn down money." Uh, but yeah, like I agree. Like they keep acting like it's one sided, and it is it. And like, like again, Bianca ain't innocent, but it damn sure ain't one sided. It, it damn sure ain't all on Bianca. No, it's not. And you can't want everybody to move forward and be accountable when everybody ain't moving forward and being accountable. That ain't how this shit works. Because Bree, Bree is pulling a whole ass Mariah. You want to call shit and want people to move on and squash shit, but not uh, being accountable for the shit that, that you do in this. Because she always start with Bianca. It's, she always start with Bianca and always get them hands put to her every single time. Every time. Mm, it's like, baby, don't you get tired of getting your ass whooped? <laughs> The answer is no. Uh, uh, shit, apparently. Um, so I think that's that. Because um, we, because we on, because we only see part one of the fight. And speaking of speaking of hand shoot, Bianca, Bianca's like, look, I don't need to throw shit. I just come over and whoop that bitch ass. <laughs> She's like, yeah, Remy, Remy, y'all can have, y'all can have, have these shoes. I don't need these shoes to whoop this whole ass. I got the hands. I don't, I don't need the shoe. I got the hands. 
But we'll see that next week. So um I think that's it. Uh oh, and uh Love Hip Hop. I mean not Love Hip Hop, growing up um Growing up Hip Hop Atlanta. Child, yeah. the only thing that's really getting on my nerves is Bow is JB and the brat acting like Bow Wow in the wrong. Let me tell you this, and it, it pains me to say it because Bow Wow is another person that I find to be outlandishly annoying in real life. But JD carrying Bow Wow like he's not a multi platinum selling artist is really annoying to me. Right, right. You and like, so last season, Bow, uh, JD and the brat was on Bow Wow back. You need to move back to Atlanta so we can start making this album. It's important. Bow Wow moved back to Atlanta. JD ran to LA to work on Usher album. I could have stayed my fucking ass in LA and we could have met up at the studio out here. Right. It's like, nigga, you, nigga, you, 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 you begging me to move back to Atlanta, but you're not keeping that same energy. Like, what is going on? You had me rearrange my whole life. You had me getting in arguments with my child's mother because I'm moving back to Atlanta to work on this album. And you then went to LA to work on Usher album. How? Like, don't, nigga, don't I could have played with me when it comes to my kids. Right. Like, that's the thing that pissed me off. And I feel like that's what pissed Bow Wow off, too. You jumped on me about coming back to Atlanta to work on this album. And now you ain't nowhere to be fucking found. You linked me with another producer and mad that I don't got shit to say to you. We not working together. What the fuck do we need to talk about? You right. Like, like Bow Wow, yeah. 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 No, I was just about to say, I agree with you. Like, Bow Wow ain't wrong in this situation at all. No, he's not. He's not wrong in the situation at all. If you're not working on my album with me, you not there to be a part of the creative process. You gonna hear the shit when you hear the shit. You gonna hear it when I want to hear it. Also, a side note, Bow Wow Mama finding the motherfucker. That also is accurate as fuck. She is a beautiful, that is a beautiful woman, man. Woo! That but, is correct. Uh, and the other part is Deb Acne. Look, Deb. Deb. <laughs> you managed Waka, you managed Gucci, you managed Nikki, you managed some more ratchet motherfuckers. Now all of a sudden you got a problem with managing Johnny Blaze, who was a stripper when you found her. Girl, go on some goddamn word. Don't play with me. Please don't. Listen. Not first, first. She got to come out the strip club. Make her get get her in the studio with somebody so she can make a strip club anthem and have that girl shaking her ass to her own club in the strip song. Turn turn right. her love of getting on the pole into profit for both of y'all. Get your Listen. mind right. How you a how you a music mogul and you can't even use this to your advantage? What better First way all, if a if a song is strip club perfect than the stripper stripping to it? First of all, Dale Agnes, we I, I would say this. I, I respect that Dale keep these reality because mm-hmm. she's gonna get you bad. But with that said, Dale, you had a whole ass thugs mistress retreat. We're not finna sit here and act like t- on the Lord's Day today. Or whenever y'all hear this damn podcast, that you is above the ratchet shit. You had a thug mistress retreat with all of the all of the dangerous ass mamas on Love and Hip Hop. All the crackhead mamas, all the pimping ass mamas, all the scamming ass mamas. Now all of a sudden, Johnny can't make music if she gonna be a stripper. Who perfect? Who more perfect to get the club popping than a stripper stripping to her own fucking record? Like, like you, I you see the possibility in her stripping, but also Johnny Blaze is retarded. And I <laughs> <laughs> Brandon get on my nerves. Yes, he do. But Brandon had a valid point. I'm not your manager. Don't blow up my phone about no issues you got be- between you and your manager, aka my mom. Girl, get the fuck. 
what made you think you was finna call my phone and we was finna talk about my mama? My god, I think that's his god mom. I don't think that's his birth mom. I think she adopted him. But the point being. But the point is, girl, in what fucking world you think you finna call my phone up and we finna we finna shoot the shit about my mom? Like, are you retarded? Are you are you are you okay? No, the fuck you not. Then you storm in on my studio session. He had a point dressed like kill fucking Bill, like you ready to get it popping. What's good? You sound stupid and you overly emotional. Either you gonna strip and tell Deb Deb Adney to kick rocks and get yourself another manager who see your vision, or get off the fucking pole. Like those are the options. Right. Like he your vocal coach. You trying to you trying to talk all this, go through this with your vocal coach. He had a point. Talk to your manager about this. I'm your vocal coach. I'm not here to guide you and lead you in anything other than getting your vocals together. Right. What they call that child with the eye, the vocal Bible, be the stripper Bible. Exactly. So I think that's all I have for growing up hip hop Atlanta. It's supposed to, the theater is coming next week. Correct. And so, uh, boot camp start in March. I can't wait. With Jim Jones and Christy. Listen, let me tell you something. I can't wait. Especially, I just can't wait to see Chrissy old fine ass. That, listen, anytime we see Chrissy, especially when she walk away. Chrissy got a big old ass too. That is, that is correct. It's a lot of women with big old answers and reality TV. And you know what? We hit for it. That's it. So we had a lot to unpack, but I think we unpacked it and didn't have a three hour show for y'all. So I think we did pretty damn good. Yeah. Y'all folks have enjoyed the rest of your weekend. The Grammys are tomorrow. I'm rooting for everybody black. Everybody will. With terms and conditions. Correct. But yeah, Grammys tomorrow. <laughs> I'm hoping Jay-Z get album of the year. And uh, y'all have a good week. Super Bowl next week for both them teams. Yeah, listen. <laughs> and that's it for me, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, you know, follow the page, Ratchet Rambling. Catch me at London and Mommy. Him at Black underscore Dante. And that's it yes and um as always remember the lost well my lost commandment be a greater whole and not a hater old and don't be great on anything and we'll